Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Sonic Shuffle, a holistic and random Sonic lore podcast. I am Dan, your teacher. And I am Mork, the student. And we rolled Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog again last week, so we're just going to be talking about more of that. Yes, and uh, I watched one of the episodes uh, just before we started recording, actually. So it'll maybe be a slightly different dynamic this time, but I feel like Dan probably has the better notes still. Honestly, it's it's probably best if we both engage to some degree or another. Just like there is a certain fun in trying to describe stuff, but but I figure you'd be missing out if on some of these things, especially with something so incredibly visual as Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Actually, what was it like for you to watch this? Um. You are super right about, like, it being very Looney Tunes-esque. Like, I couldn't stop thinking about Sonic being Bugs Bunny, like, constantly throughout. And, um, and not in, like, a bad way. Like, it still had its own flavor to it, especially, like, the backgrounds and stuff being very, like the orange sky or whatever, like whatever spacey sky they seem to have colors it a lot differently. But um, yeah, no, I I thought it was a fun time and um, I wouldn't mind necessarily watching more of it. Um, But yeah, I mean, this probably won't be the case for a lot of the stuff we're doing just because a lot of it's like reading or like playing the, well, watching someone play the game probably but um yeah i think that's what we'll have to do for the games honestly i might play a bit i can't play all of them because i right now i only have access to my pc and with that i only have access to sonic games that are on the pc which doesn't include games like heroes shadow 06 etc we're going to be discussing at least one episode, and if we finish discussing soon enough, we might go into a second one. I was just, like, before we even, like, start the thing, I felt like I didn't listen to the um, intro for this one like I did for Underground um, until today, and the theme song, like, has, like, Flight of the Bumblebee in it, or and then, like, some other well-known song that I don't remember the name of. And then there was, like, another song I recognized. It was all kind of, like, like non-copyrighted music and stuff. I, thinking about it now, I do wonder, because, like, it samples stuff like Flight of the Bumblebee and Hall of the Mountain King. I wonder if that's, that's like... That's the one. I wonder if that has to deal with, like, the Looney Tunes influence since, like, a lot of those, like, included classic opera and uh, classical music. Uh, hmm. Uh, so, I guess we can get into this. Uh, we're watching episode three, Love Sick Sonic. This one opens with a sexy anthro lady, uh, getting chased by Scratch and Grounder. I had no idea she was a hedgehog until they called her one. Because you cannot tell what she is. Yeah, you, we just get it mentioned at some point. Also, we get her name mentioned at some point, which is Breezy. I'll just refer to her from Breezy from here on out. But also, yeah, she does not look anything like Sonic. You'd think if... You would think they would try to make her look a little bit like Sonic if she if they wanted to make her a hedgehog. Yeah, like, at least, like, Amy and Sonia, like, even though they're, like clothed and like women like they still look like sonic they're still like his height there's that actually does make me want to bring up something which is uh in the reboot era of the archie comics which was at that point being uh written and drawn by like longtime fans of sonic they did have breezy show up again and they very much redesigned her to like look like a traditional Sonic anthro. 
Ooh. Yeah. They did that with pretty much all of the older media characters in, in those comics. I'll save that image reference for when we eventually get to the arc Breezy is in, which will be a very long time because it is... I would have... I'm going to have to get through about... I was around early 2010, so... Like, 15 to 20 years of Sonic. Oh um, my god. Uh, yeah. So... That's so much Sonic! It's... It's an irresponsible amount of Hedgehog. <laughs> We're overdosing on Hedgehog. Oh man. Okay. Scr Scratch's chicken laugh is so fucking stupid. <laughs> His chicken laugh is so funny. I, I love it, yeah. Sonic hears them, like, chase them catching the lady, catching Breezy, and, like, he goes to rescue them, and there's, like, a whole little comedy bit where they try to interrogate the interrogate Breezy, and, like, Grounder tries to shoot Sonic with a glue gun, I guess? Yeah, like a high-tech glue gun, but he misses, it lands on the ground... Yeah, Sonic, like, puts on a photographer disguise and tricks Scratching Grounder into walking into the glue, and he saves Breezy. He takes her to where he and Tails are camping out. I think in this thing, in this series, Sonic just is sort of a wandering hero. I guess he's a hobo. Uh, sorry, homeless. I don't know why I... I said that because the uh, unfortunate D&D &D term murder hobo popped into my brain. Yeah, like, he seems, like, nomadic, and... I mean, I'm sure, like, this is the era where that term would be used. Not murder hobo, but, like, hobo. Tails is just, like, angry immediately at this woman. He's like, who's this? Who's this fucker? Yeah, Tails hates this woman... And Wow, can't believe Tails is a misogynist. I can regrettably I can believe it. Uh Damn. she like Sonic instantly falls in love with her and uh he starts simping for her. Uh <laughs> uh Breezy sends him on some fetch quests. The first fetch quest is to get the I wrote this down, the Mobesium Marvelosa Marigoldiums. This is also the only thing I wrote down the name of. Yeah, I mean, the rest is kind of bullshit. But yeah, because, like, he tried to give her flowers, but she's like, I hate these. Get me, like, better ones. Do these three trials to get some better flowers. Prove yourself to me, fucker. <laughs> he goes to the equator, and... Which basically looks the same as the regular landscape, and... He deals with some hazards like alligators and snakes and cannibals. There's like a whole bit where he meets a guide and he tells him to watch out for these three things. Yeah, it's weird because I'm always like iffy about like cannibals and media just because it's like a lot of times they're like weird, like they're always like, yeah, they're always like native like caricatures but at least the, like i thought they were gonna be like people or something but they're like pigs yeah they're pigs and and uh sonic that i don't remember what sonic actually does oh but he gets he gets through all this he has to fight a dragon to get the flowers yeah, there's a fucking dragon, but um people keep trying to eat him people keep trying to war sonic but he has quills yeah um, the dragon try doesn't like to be on fire, even though it breathes fire. Strange. We live in a society. I mean, I, I guess that just makes him a Targaryen. Oh, damn. <laughs> he brings the flowers back to Breezy, and then Breezy sends him on another fetch quest for chili dogs in the Ice Territory. And... Sonic simps away. He gets some directions from a polar bear, and the polar bear calls up Dr. Robotnik. And we get, like, 
Robotnik chilling in a bathrobe in Fez, and... We... We see his feet. <laughs> we see his... I did not pay attention to Robotnik's feet, but I guess they are out there. I didn't mean to. It's okay. They were just like... I don't know. I thought he'd be wearing shoes. Or, or like cartoon slippers or something. Yeah. Like, if he's in a bathrobe, like, why isn't he wearing cartoon slippers? Yeah. This next scene is like just full. These next few scenes are just full of bits from YouTube poops that I remember watching as a kid. Like, like him, like, punching a grounder and shouting silence. We find out that, like, uh, Breezy is Robotnik's secret agent working for him to manipulate Sonic. And he, like, changes into a pilot outfit. The part where he, he says no at one point, and that's in a lot of YouTube poop clips. And the funny pilot outfit where he, like, yeah, he, like, tightens his waist and it's a yeah. funny fat joke. But yeah. anyway. So, like, he's gonna go ahead and drill into a reservoir so he can flood a village that's nearby his lair. That has humans in it? I didn't notice, but I guess it kind of has some sort of cartoon human thing going on. Yeah, I was like, I, why is everyone else not? Yeah, and, and like, it's not like... This thing I've got to mention, which is that... not It's not always, like, humans and anthros in the show, either. Sometimes it's just, like... Bizarre cartoon monstrosities. Like, there's an episode where... That we'll get to at some point where all the people living in a village are sentient hot dogs. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> this is a shitpost? Yeah. I... Yeah, watching this, I can see why a lot of people use these... The show in their YouTube poops. It's a lot. I wonder... That's something, though. I wonder if it's... Like, the animation is, like, more... Even though we keep making comparisons to Looney Tunes, I think the animation is, at least in some cases, like, there's, like, more surrealness to it. Because, you know, people didn't use, like, Looney Tunes cartoons as often in YouTube poops. Like, they still probably got used and, like underground ones that I never saw, but I think it's just because it's so fucking wet, like weird and the colors are so bright too. I also wonder like how accessible like if it might have been more accessible because I know for a fact that like Hotel Mario was used in a lot of YouTube poops, not only because it was weird but because there was actually this one site that where you could download all the clips. Oh, that makes sense. It might have just been online more. Yeah. Sonic, like, comes back from the freezing cold Arctic zone with his, with the chili dog. And he's, like, a snowman at first, and he has to warm up in the fire. And then, like, Breezy tells him to go someplace 600 miles away to heat up the chili dog. I thought she was going to make him go into a volcano. Yeah, yeah, they... They just say, like, some oven, rent-a-oven or whatever. But it's still, like, miles and miles away, though. <laughs> yeah. And, like, then Tails, like, try after Sonic goes away, Tails, like, confronts Breezy about how she's treating Sonic like shit. And then she, like, throws him in the river. Yeah, she just fucking yeets Tails into the river. Yeah. And, uh, he's just fucking drowning. Uh, Scratch and Grounder show back up again, uh, and they discuss with Breezy to set up a big trap for Sonic. Sonic gets cancelled. Yeah. They want to cancel Sonic. They actually say the words, time to cancel Sonic. Shit, they do say that. Yeah! <laughs> They're like, oh, guess we have the receipts on Sonic, time to cancel him. Damn. He's been so abusive to Robotnik. Okay, I'll stop. I'm sorry. Okay. I can't believe Sonic started dating Elon Musk. No! <laughs> uh, 
Oh no! This is terrible! Now I have to think about Sonic and Elon Musk having a child together. You fucker! I'm so sorry. But God now that it. I have the opportunity... Uh, what what bizarre name would they name <laughs> their child? Uh, I don't know, because some of the, like... Like, you know some of it was, like... Grimes is like artistic, like I'm gonna be unique. Um, maybe like, maybe like the formula for like the speed of light. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which, um, I, you know, it could have just been like, or like the e equals m c square, like the energy mass light thing. You know, uh, got gotta get both their tastes in there, I guess. Right. Uh, or Tesla, even though like it's his fucking company, just because like electricity. I feel like Sonic being fast is associated a lot with electricity. But yeah, right. uh, Tails is able to escape his watery grave by flying out of a waterfall. Breezy scratching grounder set up the trap, and we get a big explanation on how this thing is supposed to work. Like. There's a big treadmill that Sonic's going to land in, and then that's going to generate power for a magnet, and that's going to get him stuck, and it'll create a force field. Because he'll be, like, electromagnetic. He's yeah. electromagnetic from that. And then if that fails, then they'll cancel him by smushing him. Yeah. Uh, they have, like, several backup plans. There's, like, Grounder one... fucks up one of them. Yeah. At first, he's going to crush Sonic with a tree, but then he cuts it too soon and crushes Scratch. Breezy uh, calls up, needs to call Robotnik, and, like, Grounder says, like, his phone is broken. Also, this is where we establish that, like, basically all of Robotnik's robots have, like, a cell phone built into them. Well, not even a cell phone, a rotary phone built into them so they can call Robotnik. Yeah, this is so funny because it's like it's pre cell phone. Um, so we're having <clears throat> not to cross promote, but in fucking Wow Cool Robot, everyone's using a rotary phone in that also, just because it's fucking old as shit. So <laughs> like, you know, they don't do the Star Trek thing where they have communicators that end up, you know, like cell phones end up looking kind of like that. No, they they just like pull they just communicate by pulling up a like a phone with a cord. Yeah. Oh man. And then like Breezy's like, "Oh, your thing's broken. Cool. I'll use mine." And then she like opens up her stomach and pulls out a phone to call Dr. Robotnik. And like, "Oh, sh and then we find out, "Oh shit. Breezy's a robot." And Tails, like, has been watching this the whole time, but we don't know he he's there until, like, he's like, she's a robot! Even though, like, he didn't even react to the fact that she's doing, like, evil shit. I mean, he already knew that. That was True, obvious. I guess. I guess, you know, being thrown into a river, I guess, you know, makes you suspicious. Tails runs off to warn Sonic, but Sonic is too horny to listen. So, like, Sonic's super horny, and he, uh, before he gives Breezy the, or puts the, uh, chili dog on the table where he will fall for the trap, he gives Breezy a golden locket and a poem. And then he falls for the trap and is captured. And then Breezy is overcome by Sonic's thoughtful and romantic poem, which goes as follows. <clears throat> Robotnik is rotten. Alfalfa is sneezy. From the moment I saw her, I loved my breezy. Breezy is brought to <laughs> tears by this. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's a crying robot. Okay. Yeah. But they, I mean they make they note that later, but I was just like why did he build whatever. I don't know. He just wanted to make his robots have emotions. I I mean we've seen him build robots before. He clearly just does some 
just throws a bunch of things into a machine. He probably, I don't know, maybe he threw like some <clears throat> some books, some romance books or something in there. True. That's how he makes his girls. All the fucking girl robots. <sighs> uh, so Breezy is brought to tears and she rescues Sonic from the trap before he's crushed. And they run off and Breezy tells Sonic about how Robotnik's gonna destroy a village. So Sonic do- goes and stops that with some cartoon bullshit where he hooks uh, the Eggomatic or whatever to a bungee cord. We cut after that. Uh, Sonic is depressed because Breezy is gone. And Tails brings Sonic a love poem. And it goes as follows. If I am just a robot, why am I crying? Maybe someday we'll meet down the line. And then, Sonic... You'll be mine. (laughs) Then they run away to find Breezy. I'm sure that's great audio. Me snapping. Uh, Yeah, but they were like, meets down the line. And then they were like, hey, let's take this literally. And went into the sunset or whatever. I don't even know what the line is. Is that the name of the river? Like, I don't even know. I just guess it means, like, I think he's also just trying to make a metaphor of, let's go find Breezy or whatever. True, Uh, yeah. Fair enough. I guess I'm analyzing a cartoon for no reason. Then we get a Sonic Says, and this one... Oh, yeah. For, like, funsies, I tried to, like, write down it from memory and then check how much I got right. And I got almost all of it because I watched many YouTube poops as a child and they loved uh, making YouTube poops with this bit, which is uh, about stranger danger and sexual harassment. I almost wanted to recite it, but now I don't. Uh, Yeah, that's... That's so weird that they used that one so much. I was going to say, I was like, oh, this one was like kind of serious, even though it was yeah. like fun, you know? Yeah, there's not even Dumb like... Sonic shit. What kind of joke do you get from... I guess YouTube poops just are like that sometimes. But yeah, like... it was... This was the 2000s. We had edgelord humor, and that meant yeah. stuff, making fun of stuff like this. And we still do. But yeah, no, for sure. Uh, it is interesting to note, like, I remember watching most of this series several years ago and seeing a whole bunch of different Sonic says. There's always, like, some sort of, like, cartoon way of showing, like, what not, of, like, what not to do or, or how you should act in a situation. This one doesn't. It just has Sonic talking to the camera which, you know, probably for the best, you don't, you probably don't want to depict that sort of thing in your fun children's cartoon with weird Looney Tunes physics. Yeah, like, even if they weren't, like, gonna touch him or whatever, like, even if it was like, oh, the bad guy's gonna be out to grab him or whatever, it would still, like, come off with some wild dissonance. Yeah. There's already enough dissonance just him saying this. But it's good advice. I mean, you know, get away from them. (laughs) Yeah. Tell Uh, a parent. I don't know. That's no good. It's it's no good. Uh, So let me see how far in we are. Uh, We're about 27 minutes in and we don't have asks. So why don't we get into the second one? Yeah, hell yeah. Actually, let me just double check. We might... Maybe we... No, we've got no asks. I forgot to send out for asks, and I did send out a quick message in the Discord, but it doesn't look like anyone's seen it, so... Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I didn't take the Twitter yet, but... (laughs) 
So, uh, let's get into the next episode. This one is called High Stakes Sonic. There's some sheep in this you in this YouTube thumbnail. Yeah. I wonder what that's about. <laughs> yeah. So in this one, a like shorn sheep and a shark gamble over rock, paper, scissors. I did not realize until like halfway through watching this that this animal at the start is a shorn sheep and not like a monkey or something. Oh my um, god. It does have a different design from the rest of the sheep shown in the episode, though. The shark, who is named Smiley, he's got a zoot suit on, and he talks like a like a sort of gangster, you know? He's got that, uh, how you say, gangster charm. Forget about it. Uh. Can't believe Joey Wheeler's in this sh cartoon. I love it. Uh. Shit, and this episode is all about gambling, so, yeah. Oh my god! That's, that's the dark, the dark timeline Joey Weaver, where he's a top. <laughs> that's his name, also. It's Joey Weaver. The shark, like, challenges the sheep to a game of rock, paper, scissors, and if the monkey loses, if the monkey wins, he gets everything he just lost from Smiley back. Or, sorry, did I say monkey? I keep saying sheep. I wrote monkey in these notes because I couldn't tell at first. The sheep, like, if he wit if he loses, though, he has to w become an indentured servant. Uh, the whole- oh. this, thing, this thing heavily hinges on gambling debts making people indentured servants. That's- I guess Adventures of Sonic is in- a feudal universe. That's fine. I'm not sure what kind of government this world has. None. <laughs> it's just like an assortment of wacky towns that I guess function with the mayors and stuff. I don't know. Let's say independent city-states. I don't know. Yeah. Independent city-states, but Robotnik is trying to conquer it all or whatever. Robotnik is Alexander the Great. <laughs> it's Greece. The sheep loses the game of rock, paper, scissors and has to ride what looks like... I, I'm not sure if it's an alive bus because when the door... It's got like a little shark face on the front and when the door opens oh to go inside, a big tongue comes out. I really don't know why they did this. Oh no, don't like that. At, um, on the bright side, at least the the rest of... It is like on the side of this bus. It's not like you walk into the... Straight into the mouth. But there is a tongue there, so I don't know. I mean, you know, the cat bus is alive too. It's just, it's just a shark bus instead of a cat bus. Right. Or the first thing I actually thought of was the Fairly Odd Parents, like... April Fool bus, where it's like, I'll be here all day. I'll be here all day. I that sounds you, familiar, but I forgot. Yeah, that. it's fine. It's better that you have. It sounds familiar. I watched a lot of Fairly Odd Parents as a kid, but I can't quite remember. Uh, Sonic and Tails see like the bus go by, and they say that's the third one they've seen like this one. So they decide to chase after it and figure out what's going on. And they're at a town where a where Smiley is conning a bunch of sheep with a robot that plays the shell game. The thing where with the three shells. It's also like, yeah, the shell game, the three card Monty or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. Uh Yeah, you're right. I, I think it just has different names too. But yeah. Sonic decides to take the challenge for the sheep, so so they don't lose and become indentured servants apparently his super speed also gives him super perception and he's able to tell exactly where the p the under the i guess walnut shells in this case <laughs> Sorry. are no no it's okay uh, uh <laughs> he challenges the dealer a couple more times and like the robot tries to like con him but 
he outwits them, and then the robot explodes because it's not able to accept losing. Uh, it's like, error, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or does it, like, just explode? It's like... It's like, it says, like, I wasn't built to lose! And then it, like, blows up. Like, the head fly- flops off. It's a bunch of mess. Uh, uh, they, they all leave, but Smiley takes, call- uses the Robotnik phone on this robot to call him up. And... We see that Robotnik has a bunch of indentured servant sheep building a Sphinx-esque monument for him in his honor. Also in this scene, Robotnik is in a sexy pharaoh costume where he's got uh, the headdress thing and the beard thing, uh, a pair of sandals, and nothing else except for a loincloth. I didn't know we were going to have a pot of greed crossover. (laughs) Ugh. Yami Robotnik. No! That's just Robotnik, though. He has to have, like, um, uh, a Hikari side or whatever. Hmm. It's Sonic. No, I guess. <laughs> Sonic is Yuki. <laughs> no, that's... Not, no. I mean, if we were to take... To crossbreed from a couple other lore sources, we could say his light side is Ovi Kintobor. That's an AU for you. There you go. And no, I was gonna actually. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, actually, uh, Sonic would be the Yugi to like Shadow or something. Yeah. If oh anything. my god! I'm suddenly remembering this incredible fan art so- that I saw once. That was like, uh an extended Sonic Yu-Gi-Oh! AU, and they had a bunch of really fun and interesting interpretations. Like, the the thing I remember liking the most was that Knuckles was Joey and Takao was Serenity. Yeah, I think you posted, I think I saw that. Oh man, that, yeah, that's a, that was great. I want Knuckles to have a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. I'm going to post a picture of Robotnik in his uh, alluring pharaoh costume. Sexy. Truly the sexiest fat man in animation. Damn. Um, Whoever sent in that ask was right. Thank you, Max. Uh, oh, man. Why does he have, like, a belly button gem? Yeah, I... Yeah, He's I, a I, fucking Steven Universe character now. I'm just making all the AUs right now. Let's go. Fucking Sonic Steven Universe AU. I'm sure that exists. There's like Steven Universe AUs for like everything. Yeah. At the very least, I know there are a bunch of like fusion AUs. I remember like some months back looking around on Tumblr, I found like uh, some sort of like the tallest from Invader Zim doing the Steven Universe fusion dance. Uh, yeah uh i'm not saying that in a bad way just to be clear i i thought all of this was very fun yeah no that's that's great like he's just chilling so where was i chilling like a villain (laughs) ah uh robotnik and smiley hash out some stuff a bit Grounder has to, like, give Robotnik his, like, body phone so so Robotnik can call Smiley. And Robotnik's building a casino night zone so to get more indentured servants. He's really mean to Grounder, and I feel really bad for Grounder in this bit. Like, Grounder leaves, and he's like, Well, at least he didn't call me a hopeless hunk of junk. I must be doing better. And then Robotnik calls him a hopeless hunk of junk. I mean, didn't he punch him in the last episode? Yeah, he did. Him or Scratch, I think I he's know. just fucking mean. Like, I think he just doesn't like Grounder. <laughs> like, rip to Grounder. Smiley uh, lures all of the sheep from before into the casino night zone with the promise of the first bet being free. And... We get the Casino Night Zone, which does not look like how it does in Sonic 2. It looks like some sort of weird night casino place. 
which I guess is technically a casino night zone. Yeah, that would, you know. It's a very abstract interpretation. But uh, that's what uh, saying, you know, I assume they like start gambling and then they're like, I can't stop gambling. Yeah, so like the sheep start gambling and like Sonic figures out that these games are all rigged and uh, uh, a bunch of sheep get like their, their like coats, sorry, their wool like shorn off when they lose to some, what's the word I'm looking for? Slot machines. Uh, so Sonic disguises himself as an electrician and tricks Scratching Grounder to giving him the keys to the power box that controls all the rigged games. So Sonic reconfigures all the games so they give out jackpots. Scratch is pissed that because apparently they decided to give real money for the winnings. Like they could have just put in fake money, but for but Grounder's like we can't squelch on a bet. <laughs> and Scr- oh my Gr- God. Scr- Scratch is like yes, we could have. We're evil. <laughs> yeah, that's. I love that Grounder's, like, kind of nice, because he's kind of, like, he's, like, the, the, you know, he's, like, the dull character. He's, like, the the goofy, like, haha, he's dumb, or whatever. But, like, he's kind of ends up being, like, nicer because of that. Yeah. He's... They're very anti, anti-villain or whatever. They're, yeah. like, kind of goofy. They seemed... This is inter- something I noticed... Were they kind of distressed when, like, Robotnik was gonna, like, flood the town? They- he does sound, like, stressed out when he says that, but it's not like he does anything about it, but he's like, but what will happen to all the people? Yeah. They both seem- actually, like, Scratch also seemed kind of like, and I'm like, why do you care? They find out Sonic was in disguise, and Sonic has Tails hide out in a nursery room where- well- is nursery the room the right word? Yeah, I guess so. Where there's like, there's a babysitter and there's a ball pit. The babysitter is like some pig lady. What I wrote in this next note is Sonic tricks Scratching Grounder into blowing up the Hoover Dam and destroying New Vegas. <laughs> I wish the concept of that, that is really funny. And I'm sure it's much funnier for people who've played New Vegas, but... I do appreciate it either way. <laughs> I'm suddenly remembering how, like, there was... Years ago, I remember f- seeing this one artist create, like, a really fun Fallout New Vegas AU for Sonic. I really loved it because, like... Like, it wasn't... Oh, it wasn't, like, dark in a way that Sonic normally isn't dark. It It's like... It was, like, reevaluating all the characters in ways that fit... I'm suddenly, I'm suddenly reminded of Fallout. Equestria, Equestria. yeah. Equestria. I remember at the time thinking, man, if Fallout Equestria had, had this much like effort and charm, maybe I wouldn't hate it. Also, does, as a side note, the artist who did that also got like a really popular Tumblr post at some point talking about like weird 50s food. But all that aside, uh, uh, Sonic ha- tricks them into, like, releasing the dam that I guess is providing hydroelectric power or something. I I don't know. He just does it. Yeah, what, was it, like, hinted at before? I really don't remember why they, why he does this. It never comes up again in the episode. It, it just, maybe they just needed Sonic away for the next bit. Uh, but anyways, like he gets Scratch and Grounder to pull on a release valve on the on the dam, and by disguising it as a slot machine. Uh, so anyways, uh, like Tails is like hanging out in the ball pit, and and like for being, she he's been in there for like ten minutes, and the babysitter says it's gonna cost like a million Mobians. And then the ball pit turns into a trap door and Tails is captured. Robotnik, like, the next this scene is This is child like, abuse. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I, there is one very distinct thing about Tails in this universe 
and we'll probably get more into it in the future, but like Tails in this universe is canonically a four year old. There's a there's a gag in, in an early part of one episode where like he where like Sonic asks him to read a letter, but then he says like I can't, I'm four years old, I'm illiterate. Oh he's just a fucking like genius in other ways. Yeah. Oh man. That's Wait, were there other kids in this nursery? Like, No, it was just him and the babysitter. Okay, because I was going to say, I was like, were the other kids captured? No, that makes sense. Robotnik, like... No, sorry. Uh, the next bit, uh, Tails is in a cage, and Robotnik's, like, talking to him, and, like, Tails is all brave and rebellious, and he, like, ties Robotnik's mustache to the cage, and... Then, like, Robotnik pulls, and Tails undoes it, and Robotnik goes flying. Sonic uh, starts looking for Tails, and he meets Smiley, who is in a pool, and he's like, You got- Sonic, you got a race to- You got a race if you want Tails back, and you gotta lose. And so that's the setup. Uh, There's a big race between- Sonic and Grounder, and if if Sonic wins, the people betting their a bunch of sheep literally bet their lives that Sonic will win. Oh no! I it's clarified in that it that in this case it the the life they're betting isn't like they die; it's they become indentured servants again. But like, why? So what? They either he has to either save the sheep or tails. Like when he saves the sheep or lose, he saves tails. Yeah, that's that's how it's set up. He can either save the sheep or he can save tails. Big moral choices in this Sonic uh, thing. But can't uh, believe he has the trolley problem. Damn. Yeah. So. He races against Grounder to... They have to go to Mount Robotnik and back with a flag. And, like, there's a whole walk of shame oh, sequence with... Oh, are you alright? Yeah, I'm fine. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm there's very a, There's a whole, like, walk of shame sequence for Sonic. And, and like, he's at the base of the mountain and Grounder's at the peak. And Grounder, like, pushes a boulder to crush Sonic... Sonic just accepts it, and then Grounder, after he, like, goes, comes off it pancake-style, Grounder, like, tells him that, uh, that, uh, they're keeping Tails in the secret room underneath the stadium, and Sonic realizes he can just rescue Tails and then win, because he's super fast. Uh, so that's what he does. There's, like, there, there's like a bit like just before uh, Grounder reaches the finish line where like Scratch is like celebrating that Grounder is winning. He does call Grounder his little brother. And like Robotnik orders Scratch to take the betting Mobians off to do slave labor. And then like Sonic does the whole rescue thing and wins. And But then when he wins, he finds out they are Robotnik already took all the sheep away and he's using them as slaves. So robot so we cut back to the pyramid place from the beginning and Robot Sonic beats Robotnik. He like rearranges the face of the Sphinx that they're building to have Sonic's face and he rescues all the sheep. Robotnik loses. Rip just before, like, Sonic rescues everyone, he's... Robotnik mentions that his mama would be proud of him. And that's very important. It is lore-relevant to this series. What? Uh, yeah, Robotnik... We're going to get into Robotnik mom stuff later on. Oh, no. Just in this show, or in general? In this show. In this show, oh, okay. specifically. Uh... No, I, to the best of my knowledge, nothing, not even like Ken Penders, who loves his extended family trees, talks about Robotnik's mom. We, we do get like in Penders' era, Robotnik's brother, but that's neither here nor there. 
Hmm. So Sonic, like I said, Sonic saves the day. There's like a whole bit at the end where like the rescue chief asks, can we be freedom fighters too? Are you willing to uh, fight to stop Robotnik? And they're like, yeah, that's something we can, that's worth betting on. Um, <laughs> where did all the wool go? I, I mean, I don't know because like the, the indentured servant sheep all have their wool gone and I don't know like if he uses it. I guess it's just to like clown on the sheep. Is it just to like embarrass them? Like, that's what I was wondering. I was like, I would think, so I didn't see this episode. So I would think like, oh, he's going to take the wool and then make them like make something with it and be indentured servitudes to be like make textiles and stuff. But no, that's not even relevant. Not at all. Great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I'm making, trying to make sense of this show, but like, I feel like there's a difference between goofy cartoon stuff and like plot stuff that doesn't make sense, you know? Yeah. I guess he's just doing it to humiliate them. He's a cartoon villain. He would probably do that. We get another Sonic Says. And this time, uh, uh, Scratch and Grounder bet each other that they can run across uh, a bridge for a train. And then the train starts to come and they jump off the bridge so they don't get run over. And Sonic says to the audience, don't make stupid dares. That's the episode. (laughs) Yeah, so guess that about covers it. Any further thoughts? No, I mean, other than, damn, you watched a lot of adventures between this week and last week. <laughs> I mean, it's just um, two episodes. It's like 44 minutes. Yeah, I guess it's not actually that much, but I'm just like, what if you get a third week in a row? Um, did he wear the did he wear the pharaoh costume the whole time? He only wears the pharaoh costume when he's in the desert. So like what in the first scene he's in and the last scene he's in. In the other scenes he's just in his usual like uh red and yellow getup. Damn. Uh so let me find my die so I can roll for next week. Because we didn't get questions. If you want to ask questions, you can send it to Shuffle Sonic on Twitter um, or our email at Sonic Shufflepod. Is that what it Sonic is? Sonic Shufflecast at gmail.com. Sonic Shufflecast at gmail.com. All right. I've got to die. I'm going to I'm gonna open up the list. So, uh, and I'm going to roll. That is a four. We're going back to UK stuff. Uh, We're going to read more Stay Sonic next week. Nice. Stay frosty, everyone. No, but... Morg, where can we find you? You can find me at Haunting the Morg. That's Haunting the M-O-R-G on Twitter. Um, You can also find me on my new podcast, Wow, cool robot, which I think is cool robot pod. I wait. Um, I don't remember, but that's fine. You can, I have it in my pinned tweet. So, um, yeah, it's wow, cool robot, wow, cool podcast on Twitter, but it's called wow, cool robot, and it's a Gundam rewatch or. I guess Gundam first time watch podcast that I do with uh, Max, Maxi Bajillion, and we talk about it. And it's fun. It's good stuff. We watch three episodes a week. And yeah, I'm on the first like series of it. And then Max will have different hosts. All right. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find. Everywhere I'm at, at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. Uh, you can find there 
my Twitter, my art blog, and my Ko-fi. Uh, at the time of this recording, I'm putting my art on hold because uh, I left. I'm I'm at my mom's house for the quarantine, and I left my uh, tablet pen charger with at at my own apartment. So I have to go back there at some point. What was it gonna say? Uh, you can find my other podcasts that I'm on. Pot of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, also with Maxi Bajillion, as well as Sarah McCostumes, Argyle Funk, and Elliot, uh, the Elliot, Tor- the Tormentor. Yeah, it's like, I think it's Tormentor, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you can listen to Stranger's Fiction, which is an actual play podcast mainly dedicated towards one-shots. Though, recently, we recorded the first episode of a campaign of Interstitial, where I will be playing the role of Kazuma Kiryu. <laughs> I'm, looking for, I'm looking forward to, most, to more of it. I'm, I love role-playing, and I love uh, being Kiryu. Uh, and you can also find at Xbox underscore holiday, which is the Xbox comedy blog where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And as always, Sonic is real. He is strong. And he is my friend. Sonic is the only blue life that matters. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone.